and welcome to the Hope and Coffee podcast, episode 12 of series 6, with me, Rob Linzel. And today we are going to start by looking at Proverbs chapter 27, verse 17. Proverbs chapter 27, verse 17, as taken from the NIV translation. As iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. The Marvel Universe. Home to Iron Man, Thor, Black Widow, Doctor Strange, Hulk, and so many more. An eclectic mix of both character and abilities or powers. Each unique and powerful in their own right, with powers and abilities ranging from strength to the intelligence to create high-tech armour. And characteristics ranging from outright egotistical to humble and unassuming. Yet, as you follow their stories, both individually and together, we start to see they have one thing in common, their need for each other. For Marvel fans, from Iron Man to Avengers Endgame, we followed this epic journey. And where do we end up? We end up at the simple truth that they were stronger together. Drawing on that parallel, this is where today's episode of Hope and Coffee launches from. Proverbs chapter 27 verse 17 As iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. The simple truth is that we need one another. We need community. But let's not kid ourselves. That community, like the Marvel Universe, is diverse. We are all so different, yet all the same. Created in the image of God to love and serve him and one another. Family. Yet we all know family doesn't get on all the time. And if we think about iron on iron, yes, it does sharpen, but it causes friction and at times sparks from the heat. So let's begin to explore what it means to be like iron sharpening iron. However, let's pause for a moment to look at scripture and let's look at 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 11. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 11 as taken from the NIV translation. Therefore encourage one another and build each other up just as in fact you are doing. Differences can be a blessing and a curse. As we encourage one another and use our strengths to help one another and yet sometimes clashing over the same differences and god has humbled me when it comes to differences recently dealing with misconceptions i held and in some ways a somewhat judgmental attitude that i still held so here's the story the pandemic has turned life on its head forcing us all to reconsider how we do things and what we do, even showing the importance of community. But one of the biggest things for me has been communication. Now there has been the usual people I know from my church who I have communicated with through technology, as we aren't able to meet in person. Then there has been communication with those in my church I wouldn't usually talk to. This is because of coffee after church, done on Zoom, with random breakout rooms thrusting us together 
in a situation where we either have to talk to each other or log off. Yet my biggest lesson came from an online community of single Christians on the social media platform of Facebook. I joined the Facebook group page with low expectations, but wasn't prepared for what happened next. Every week they hold a video call as a social to get to know one another. And just over a week ago, I attended my first and God moved. I found myself chatting to people from all walks of life, all ages, hugely different personalities. And I found myself falling in love with them all, brothers and sisters in Christ. People who under normal circumstances I would never have met. It really was a truly humbling experience to say the least. But let's pause there for just a moment to look at Hebrews chapter 10 verse 25. Hebrews chapter 10 verse 25 as taken from the ESV translation. Not neglecting to meet together as is the habit of some but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day drawing near. My story leads nicely to our next verse of the day. Hebrews chapter 10 verse 25. Not neglecting to meet together. The most amazing thing about the Christian singles group that I have come to love is that together we are the Church of Christ. We literally do church the biblical way, meeting in one another's homes albeit from the comfort of our own homes via technology. But more than that, church met in people's homes, but Jesus and the disciples traveled and went to the homes of strangers. Now, as a group, we don't do church as a service. There's no worship, there's no reading, there's no preach. But what there is when we meet is discussion and encouragement and prayer. There's also the most incredible amount of support for one another. Those relative strangers have suddenly become blossoming friendships with people I am beginning to love as Christ commanded. The thing is that there is a raw energy with them, a shared desire to find that special someone and it unites us in our support of this. Even those who met someone through the group stick around and support and encourage others. And these amazing yet random group of people have already afforded me the chance to live out biblical principle and encourage them. Indeed, conversations in Messenger have allowed me to administer to them in ways I couldn't imagine. They have opened my eyes to how God can use me to use us if only we just take opportunity and importantly get involved in community. However let's pause to return to scripture and let's look at Colossians chapter 3 verse 16. Colossians chapter 3 verse 16 as taken from the NIV translation. Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom through psalms, 
hymns and songs from the Spirit, singing to God with gratitude in your hearts. The revelation for me with these new found friends is heart attitude. I didn't even realise I needed to look at my heart. And God smashed in and said, love my people. I went searching for one love and in the process I found many. It's probably right to point out that although there are some women I have grown fond of, there are some brothers who I have connected with too. Some bromances, as one individual likes to put it. What I have found is that with this unexpected journey, I have opened my heart and Christ moved in more than before. And the more I love these people, the more of Christ's love I can feel. This is the beauty of our faith and the beating heart of Christ's command to love. The more we give, the more we receive. Another amazing thing here is that we do teach and admonish in our own way. As I've said, I already had the opportunity to minister to a few in Messenger. What's great is that I didn't even realise it. That is to say, I didn't realise the impact I was having until I was told. My life group met the other night and part of the discussion was the question, do you ever feel you were exactly who God needed to put in a situation? In the last couple of days, I've realised, yes, yes, I do feel that way. With these amazing people, it's exactly where God wants me and where God needs me. So not only am I unwittingly encouraging others, they are encouraging me to grow in love and in ministry. As I've said before, it is a symbiotic relationship a mutual need for one another that encourages growth. But let's pause just one last time to look at God's word and let's look at 1 Corinthians chapter 13 verses 1 to 3. 1 Corinthians chapter 13 verses 1 to 3. If I speak in the tongues of men or of angels, but do not have love, I am only a resounding gong or a clanging symbol. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have a faith that can move mountains, but do not have love, I am nothing. If I give all I possess to the poor and give over my body to hardship that I may boast, but do not have love, I gain nothing. Once again, as I draw this episode of Hope and Coffee to a close, I come back to the heart of encouragement, love. And here at the start of Corinthians chapter 13, just before we get to that well-known paragraph about love, we find the truth of this. If I have the tongues of men and angels, or prophetic powers, great faith to move mountains, or even give away all I have, but I have not love, I gain nothing and have nothing. The weird thing is, and what is truly amazing, is that although I knew this, I did not understand it fully until now. 
It took a pandemic and a group of people I would never have even met without technology to truly get that love really is the key to our faith. I mean, I love my physical church family when we're allowed to meet, but even those I don't know well, I get on with, as we have some common ground. Yet these incredible people that I have come to love through the Christian dating website, people I would in all honesty dismiss in person through being unintentionally judgmental, have suddenly become the latest addition to my wider church family. And we may not always agree or see eye to eye. We are hugely different in character, yet we have found community together in the love of our saviour. And a group of people who once would not have found one another have united as a family to live out this biblical principle that started the show. Not neglecting to meet together, as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day draw near. So let's break the mould. Let's create a new habit. Let's love and encourage one another. Let us pray. Father God, as I bring this episode of Hope and Coffee to a close, I just want to thank you that even after 30 years of following you, you are still teaching me and I am still learning. And Father God, I just want to thank you for the lesson that is learnt here, that it's so important to continually check our heart attitude because I didn't even realise I was carrying misconceptions. I didn't realise I still had a slightly judgmental attitude towards people. And Lord, I just want to thank you that you have taught me this. You have humbled me through these incredible people that I have met and come to love through the Christian Singles site on Facebook. These people that in a normal walk of life I probably never would have met and had I met them I doubt we would have spoken and become friends. So Lord I thank you that you still teach me even after all this time that I'm still learning and the lessons are so valuable and I pray for my brothers and sisters in Christ that they would listen to this and remember that it is about the heart attitude, it's about love, it's about community. We need each other as a community of Christ. And Father God, I want to finish by praising and thanking you for these amazing people that have come into my life, who I do love dearly, who have taught me to love again, to love the way you have commanded us to love. May you bless them and may you keep them and may you continue these friendships and encourage them to grow as we get to know each other more. And may we continue to encourage one another as we move forward in you. In Jesus' name, Amen.